You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 441 for August 10th, 2023. This week, we talk about waffles, dry needling, magic mushrooms, sleeper sofas, music festivals, and archiving home videos. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. It's been so long. It hasn't been long enough. Yeah, that's what you always say when we're gone for a week. <laughs> And I think last so, time that we had a we had a week off, I was feeling that way. But I I just told Joe before we started recording, I um, took a little power nap, so I'm a l- little less drained than usual. Oh, I I took a power nap earlier. I mean, I guess I slept for an hour. That's not really a power nap. That's like yeah. a full blown nap. Isn't like the, isn't a power nap supposed to be like only twenty minutes or something? I don't know. Something I don't know like who that. could do that. Uh, yeah, you. I would have to be like real like exhausted to fall asleep that fast yeah exactly it's like it's i mean do any of those things like ever take into account the amount of time it takes for the person to like fall asleep because i'm like i don't know takes there's me no way of knowing there's no way of knowing we can't read the study we can't ask anyone it's anyways it's what oh <laughs> <laughs> you really just end it in, in the yeah. middle of a sentence and i thought is it over it's Did over he finally leave yeah, I, 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 I pulled a Mitch McConnell and I just like froze. Oh, my God. We almost LOL. had it. We we, we were so we close. Were, we, we were. We free. could taste it. We could taste it and then ripped away from us. We thought we had it and then it was gone right out of our hands. So you been, have been back to Montana. I was traveling. I went to a, a music festival in the middle of a cow field. I slathered sunscreen all over my body multiple times per day for multiple days. I did not get a sunburn this year. It's almost like if you reapply sunscreen, it works better. I just wish it weren't too late for your skin. <sighs> yeah. I just wish you didn't look like you already did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think the sun did all of that damage. I think most of that damage just was genetic. Unfortunately, I just there's... wish you started before you were sandpaper. <laughs> before I was a, I was a leather couch. <laughs> I just wish you know what it looks like. What? Um, no, I don't know. I haven't seen your skin since twenty thirteen, forty twenty seventeen or eighteen. Let's keep it that way. When was the last time I saw your skin? It was when uh, I was in San Francisco. No, 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 in Seattle, Seattle probably. Uh, sixteen or sixteen or seventeen, maybe. Girl, I don't. Know. I, I need to just hop on Before a plane then. and go and bug you in DC. I don't know why. Yeah, haven't. you should. It's fine. There's stuff Mr. here. Flights you to just Austin, from Austin. Around. Yeah, yeah. You can you can lock me out of my out of your apartment. You can you know really make my life a living hell. Give you something to do. Oh, you know what? It, what I was going to compare your skin to. Do you know um, that? insulation that they spray inside and then it turns into like a big foam yes yes that yes very yes very that it's just like it's like it's like craters of the moon you know (laughs) you have really nice skin that's why this is funny you have lovely skin it's great it's fine i I love having the skin texture of a waffle iron truly i had the best fucking waffle the other day Please at, tell me um, about it. I'm actually interested in this. Well, I went with um, Andy, who's one of my mods and my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in D.C. and we went to Founding Farmers, which is near, it's in Foggy Bottom, which is near the White House. Um, 
I guess that's a pun on founding father furthers. <sighs> but it's a well, I mean, you gotta. It's when in Rome, when in DC, you gotta go to a place that has a pun about the government. And it's like a fancy um they serve like well, it's I mean, I guess it's it's not like fancy dress up. It's just like a a nice restaurant. Farm to table. Um do we know? Well, I think Probably. they have like they source everything. I think mm. their whole gig is like sourcing their stuff locally or something. Yeah. But they had the they had a waffle. I got chicken and waffles. Ooh. Oh my god. The chicken was fine. They they could have seasoned it more. But the waffle was perfect. It was, was it crisp. Like, was it a giant and like waffle? Hollow. Or was it just like or was um, it multiple yeah. waffles? It was Belgian type. So the big holes. So the big divots. Oh yeah. The big divots, and I, they only gave me like half of one, I guess, because there was chicken involved as well. But um, it was definitely the best part of the meal. It was delicious. Nice. Oh, I'm so. I was I'm... so frantic though on the way there. The bus said we were so we had a um a reservation for oh. six forty five. Got on the bus. The bus was like, "You'll be there at six forty. We got there at like six fifty, <gasps> and I can't do late like being late. I don't. Yeah. Especially like when it's a reservation or something. Not that they fucking care, you know, right? Anything like that. But your brain is oh on. Oh my god! It's 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 like it's a ticking time bomb, and if you're late, the bomb goes that off. That bus, that fucking bus route, it stops like twice on one block, and I'm like, no, 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 no. A bus should go like four blocks minimum. Right. Well, I'm so sorry stop. about your bus. <laughs> <laughs> Same with San Francisco. Buses stopping way too often these days. Yeah, we have we. Ha- I I live on like one of the most busy streets in Austin, and so uh, there's like the one bus that stops at every stop, and then there's the express one bus, which is the 801, and that's like the fast bus that only stops at like the major stops. Like that one is stopping like every like I don't know six blocks instead of every block. So when I'm in a and when I'm in a rush. You take the express metro bus. Anyways, I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy for your waffles. <laughs> and I'm also happy for you going out and uh, having a night, uh, uh, going to a restaurant with a human being. That's something. Yeah, That's that not was, nothing. It was fun. It's nice to get out. Um, I, have I talked to you since I've done the dry needling? No. I don't remember. Or Did was you talk I about, about to get it? I, I think... I don't, I think you were about to get it. I don't think I've talked about it because I think I got it last week, maybe for the first time. Okay. But yeah, it's when they, it's like the acupuncture, but there's but another layer therapist. to it. Yeah, phys- this is part of my physical therapy. I go in and like either the first half or the second half will be dry needling and they stick these little acupuncture needles in. And I didn't know this part was coming. It's apparently something they do, but I was not informed about it. They hook them up to like a tens machine. Oh, interesting! I love tens machine. You know, girl, the me too. Shocky love the shock. tens machine. Mm-hmm. I love, yeah, yeah. I love electrical Im- impulses making my muscles spasm when I don't want them to, or when I do want them to. The needle like directs the current right into the fucking muscle. It's that sounds wild. like witchcraft. It's like so, uh, someone is inside you, like, punching your muscle. Mm. It feels good, I guess. Kind of like how it's a tense good. machine feels good, where it's like, it's weird, but good. Yeah. I can't mm. really, you don't really feel the needles either. Yeah. Why? Well, hope Today, not. I felt the needle. She really oh. got the needle into, like, the right spot, and it was 
You're feeling I could it. tell it was like in a lump of muscle. But I am always scared. You have to sign all the release forms. And it's like, just in case we go through, goes through your lungs. Ha-ha. Right, just in case we needle you too hard. And they're doing like, um, so it's right at the base of my skull and my traps. Mm-hmm. So right, like spinal cord, brain. What, what if fuck? I accidentally get a lobotomy? I mean, I, I honestly, anything that they accidentally do would probably just make that things a little goes, bit better. In, d- one time I was getting a shot and they had to switch needles because they were afraid it was going to go all the way through my arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you get for having a paper thin arm. All the way. So how many needles total were like in you when they're doing this? Like how many? Like, it's pinpoints? not a lot. It's more like... um. She picks a few knots in the back, mm-hmm. sticks needles in them, so it'll be like four, maybe, and then like two or three or four more in my neck. Okay. And I don't ever really, I, I don't really know how many sometimes, because I can't really feel right. them. Yeah. Like, my muscle knows they're there, but it's, I don't know, it's weird. Are you, like, laying down, like, on a massage table when they're doing this? Like, face down? Like, what's your I'm position? face down. Face down on a table, it's... Do you, Let me ask you a question. Face down, well, ass up. When, when was the last time you got a massage? It's been years. It's been years because the I girl... I can tell. Yeah, well, I mean, with the, with the posture... I can I'm, tell. Yeah, I'm like crumpled up like a piece of paper. You know, it's like origami, but worse. It's been a long time. Why? What, what, where is this going? Laying face down on massage tables fucking hurts. Does it, it not hurt you? It interesting. hurts. I, can't, I don't think it hurts me, but I have a lot of padding around my body from all the food that I eat, so that probably helps. I don't know what it is. I have never been comfortable face down on a massage table. It just, everything hurts. Is it because the massage table that they're using for you is just like one of those metal slabs they have in the morgue? Um, at the, no, it's like a nice one. Hmm. Nice, fine, fine, has an engine. It goes up and down. Oh, wow. I love a massage table with an engine. Mm -hmm. But like, it, I guess it's, my bones just don't feel like they settle in. It bones feels like out. if you if you feel if you filled a wa- a plastic Walmart sack with bones, That's and it you. needs to like settle over just the course a bag of, of bones. a day. Oh yeah, you toss it and it needs to settle down. Mm-hmm. A knapsack full of bones. Absolutely. How long are you like? How long is are you are you laying down and and the needles are in you and the tens machine is going and like how long are they doing that for you? Uh, about twenty minutes. 20, okay. 25 minutes. So yeah, I was imagining it would be longer. While. Uh, no, it's very fast. They hook it up each like so they'll hook up my traps for like five minutes and then my neck for five minutes to the tens mm-hmm. machine, and the rest of it is them like sticking in needles and and it's it's out in the open too. So the physical therapy place I told you is like a, a gym. Yeah, it's like and in everyone's a gym like thing. doing stuff. Yeah, so, so it's I'm not like, like you're in an office alone with this person. Like, no. There's things happening around you. Yeah, like people are having conversations, people are doing their exercises, and I'm just like face down. It's very weird, but I'm, I'll do anything at this point. Right. But So how many sessions have you had so far? I th- This is my third week, and I've had about two per week okay. so far. So I think I just had maybe my fifth dry needling session. Um, and are you feeling anything? Are you feeling like any yeah, sort definitely of effects? Has helped. I got a headache the other day, but it wasn't nearly as bad as they usually are. It was like it it like I needed to be in bed, but I wasn't like wallowing. 
Okay, you weren't nearly as debilitated as usual. I wasn't like, yeah, struggling. Okay, hardcore. that sounds like an improvement. It was. It's an improvement. And tomorrow I'm going in for my first knee session. I'm supposed to be working on my knees too. And are they doing? Are they needling your knee, or is this like a totally different physical no. therapy thing? Uh, it's the same physical therapist, but it's it's like a whole different program. We're gonna. They have found out that my hamstrings are so tight. Yeah, you told me this. You can two weeks play. Ago. You, if you got a cello bow and you rubbed it against the back of my leg, you could you, play Mozart. No, I think you would just scream. You, you could play Mozart. He would wail. The first one or the yeah. second one. I don't know which ones. Not the third one, but only the first. Not and the second. third, first and second one. Uh, yeah, the ones mm-hmm. were before he was deaf. The good uh, ones. Yeah, the good ones. <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> oh, the, only Mozart's top ten hits can be played on your hamstring. So we're gonna. We're working on that. We're going to see how that goes. Well, I'm glad that you're feeling some sort of improvement. I, I feel like, you know, five sessions is probably a decent amount of time. And I would hope to feel something by then. Oh, yeah. Like if, after every session, I feel really good. Like the mm-hmm. the exercises I do, it, they fucking work you out. Like, have you ever exercise ball? You know, exercise? Ball, oh, I, I, ball? Know, I know her. I know exercise ball. 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 So I have to like flop down on it but like my belly and chest are on the ball and my feet are sticking straight out behind me and i'm like balancing Mm -hmm. and my my arms go like below my torso and then i have to do have to raise them above my head and then in like a a y pose and then like a t pose and then lift them up in like a a pose behind me girl you're doing gymnastics it's fucking hard i'm like oh wow i haven't used these muscles Ever. Probably ever. <laughs> N- literally. Who does that? Who does? Who flops down on a ball? That sounds like, you're, that sounds like, a, like a core muscle uh, workout compared to what you're, what you're describing. Um, I've never been in physical therapy, but I'm turning 30 at the end of the year. So it's probably right, right up. It's, it, it is coming. I can see it in the oh distance. Oh, my God. The big uh, 3-0. The big 3-0. Um, was it I you? can tell. Yeah, it's it's my body falling apart. Yeah, that's the big I sign. I can tell. Was it you who said that you you would rather before when you were depressed you were you said something about you would rather when I was depressed. Well, when you were more depressed, excuse me. <laughs> uh, when you were unmedicated and depressed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you say so? Didn't you say something about how when you turned thirty, you thought you would be dead or something? Along those lines. Oh, well, I wanted to turn 20. For some reason, 27 was like the this ideal age in my mind. Right. That I was wanted your to turn fixation. 27 like three times and then just like die. Right. Exactly. 30 never came. But it you didn't happen. I'm 35. I'm very glad because 30s are are so much fun. That's what everyone's telling me. I'm like, I have like, sometimes I have little bouts of existential dread of, of like, oh my God, I'm turning 30 and I'm like just now kind of starting in my career and I'm like, I feel like I'm so behind and blah, blah, blah. And then I realize like, oh, 30s, 30s are the new 20s. Like everyone who's in their 30s were like, oh yeah, like everything started going good in my 30s. It's like your 20s, but you have life experience. And so I'm like, okay. So as much as I... and. Definitely like millennials, we got held like we didn't really get to do all the things in our 20s that right. like, boomers did. We got shafted a little bit, a lot. Of but it, it also kind of like 
it opened up a whole decade of like exploration kind of shit. Like, I'm glad I didn't get married out of high school, you know? Oh, my God. Well, I, the thing is, is yeah. like, as as gay people, as non straight people, as queer people, that whole thing about like getting married super early it's usually just immediately off the table because like we're not even in the same lane as those people we're on a completely different dimension it's like not even something we're looking at and i thank god for that because i'm like you know i nothing nothing against finding your high school sweetheart and then happily ever after but i know so many people that got married like in their early 20s who are not married anymore and when they're about to turn 30 it's like you think of well, when you're a kid, you're you're told that these are like the life stages. It's like go to school, college, you know, maybe that's not always for everybody. Right. And get married, have kids. Whereas when you're growing up gay, it's like go survive. to high school. Yeah, survive. Uh, go to maybe, high school. Maybe come out in college. because Move so away. You, you know, usually you're starting at zero. Yeah. Right. Like get get somewhere safe. Yeah, the expectations are, are not there. Yeah, yeah the expectations like, are not written for you. Immediately set back like 10 years. Yeah. Because exactly. you have to like reform yourself as a person after high school. Well. Speaking of, well, you were back in, we talked about you being back in Montana. Well, first of all, any good music? You're at the, the cow field. So the thing, the thing about this, so this festival is called the Red Ants Pants Festival. It's put on by the Red Ants Pants Organization, which is like a women-owned feminist sort of thing. And so, like, the type of people that they're raking in are like a lot of like Trump Republicans, and all of their ticket money is going towards like women's empowerment and stuff. And so that's always a treat um, that they're conning people, which is awesome. But yeah, it's it's never. I I've gone the past three years with my parents. Uh, I usually go not for the music. Like a lot of these, the, the music that's there is very country, third eye blind. folk, not third eye blind, not Hoopa Stank, not Linkin Wish Park, you back from that <laughs> not Ashley Simpson. You know, not anything good. I'm just kidding. It's um um, is it uh Celine Dion? Not not Celine Dion. But we had the country version of Celine Dion be the closer this year. Uh, I didn't know of her. Apparently, she's very popular. Uh, not Tanya. Tanya. Tanya Tucker is her name. Uh, I, apparently, she's very she's very famous in her in her neck of the woods. I know nothing about her, but she was lovely. Um, she's I don't the think, Celine Dion of what now? She's the Celine Dion of Trump Republicans. Um, the Celine Dion of country music. Tanya Tucker. T a n y a Tucker. Tanya. That that's just two names that were meant to be together. I Tanya. Oh, I see her. Mm-hmm. Tanya. She was lovely. Tanya Tucker. Yeah, look at her. She's got some pink in her hair. She, she looks kind of like uh like Dolly Parton. Yeah, she's yeah she's kind of like Dolly Parton, only a lot less expensive. Um, yeah, she was great. The, the thing is, is I usually go with my parents. It's around my sister's birthday, so it's kind of like a family event. Uh, there's lots of alcohol debauchery involved there's food trucks i go for the food did you get on grinder um i sure did get on grinder i did not hook up with anyone i don't think i talked to any no i talked to a couple people um but yeah it's just like a just a good old time and i like kind of being in that environment with my parents and we were we all you know just kind of a whole group of people so it was a really fun time and i enjoyed it uh, again um, but the the music wasn't bad. Like it was, it's no one that I know, no one that I knew, no one like super super popular. But it was packed. There were a lot of people there. The music was super fun. 
I enjoyed visiting my folks. I'm very thankful that the job that I have let me, you know, have a decent amount of time off and then I could work remotely. So I, I got I was up visiting my folks for like 10 days or so I was in Montana. So it was a decent chunk of time that I was able to go away and and hang out with them. And it was it was good. It, it was overall a really good trip. And I was I was fairly energized and ready to to get back to work when I got uh, back to to the ninth level of hell here in Austin. It's currently 107, and it was 85 up there. So I got a little reprieve from the weather. What's insane to me is that it's August now, and I don't think we've complained enough about the weather. And like summer's starting to wrap up for most people. The worst thing about you moving to Austin is how much more you talk about the weather. Well, I'm the thing is, is I'm glad that I'm here because now I'm finally starting to match the amount that you talk about the weather. Try to how much it do out. I talk about the weather? Oh, we talk, I about, talk it about every episode. I talk about my reactions to the weather. <laughs> I talk was... about. I say, "Oh, it's over eighty-five degrees. I'm sweating. I'm dying. I'm flopping. I'm hot." You're giving more descriptive interpretations. I see. I'm just. I'm just telling everyone that it's hot, and then that's that's it. I'm not delving well, into. Well, you tell us you sweat. You talk yeah. about your sweating. Your it's prescriptions for day. your sweating. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My drugs. Speaking of drugs. Oh, did you get some new ones? So after, okay, you can buy mushrooms in D.C. <gasps> Is Joe partaking? No, 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 no. Here's this. Here's the tea. So okay, what's the drugs tea? are de or uh, mushrooms are decriminalized in D.C. I didn't know that meant you can walk into a store to buy them, and it technically doesn't. You are technically you buy digital art, and they gift you mushrooms. Oh, that's hilarious. So uh, psilocybin mushrooms. I've been told by several people, I've and you know, microdosing, etc. I've been told by several people, I don't want to out them as mushroom, as shroom heads. As Is we that call what they call them? them? Shroom heads? I don't, I don't fucking know. I haven't even taken them yet. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm the don't, you, I have don't one put the cart before the horse. I have one glass of Chardonnay a year at a Mexican restaurant. She's That's off the I rails. Am. She is off like, the fucking rails. I have three. I have two thirds of a of a cheese quesadilla, of and, fourth and a, of a glass of Chardonnay, and I'm and good a, for a year. And a CBD gummy. Uh, not even anymore. A fourth of a CBD gummy. <laughs> not even. <laughs> um. So, uh, several people I know have been taking it for migraines and for headaches in general. Gotcha. Um, microdosing with it, and oh my god. I did research for about, like, I was like, how does this interact with this medication? How does this interact with this medication? What is psilocybin? I could probably write a research paper on psilocybin at this point. But I, like, checked it all out. I did my own research, as we say in the medical industry, mm-hmm. what every doctor wants to hear. Yeah, I did my um, own research. That's exactly what they want to hear. And I picked up some uh, microdosing capsules. So they each have... Uh, 0.25 grams of psilocybin mushrooms in them. Mm-hmm. And I haven't taken them yet because I, I have heard, and so I'm trying to be very smart and proactive about this. That's not enough to like, you know, get you and have any psychedelic reactions to it. You know, anything like that. Right. Um, I'm waiting for a Saturday where I have nothing to do, where Justin can check on me. You're giving yourself an ample take... amount of time. Yes. Um, in one of these days, we don't know when, I'll take one capsule. See how it goes. I'll see how it goes. And we'll um, take it from there. 
I but love how you're like, so one weird. of these days, like it's a threat. It is so fucking weird. Cause so I just bought them today. I felt, I felt like, um, like I needed to wear big sunglasses. And right. And, and a large sun hat, a big, um, uh, trench coat, trench coat, mm-hmm. like a, like I've dressed like a, um, a detective in the 1940s. Right. Didn't, type of thing, tip the fedora down over my yes, eyes. Yes, exactly. Very much. The man on the the man on the neighborhood watch sign. Yes, that's you. I I walked in. Of course, nobody cared. It was one p.m. and <laughs> it was bright. Very one p.m. Bright, doing hot. something very legal. Very legal. I perused some digital artwork. I paid in cash because wow. you have to, mm-hmm. and um, picked up these capsules. And took them home, and they're just sitting here. And I, and I, maybe I'll just look at them for a while. Put them in the fridge. Look at so, them. So, how many did you get? So, fourteen capsules of 0.25 grams each. So, n- the whole thing bagged together is three point five. Okay. Um. Yeah, and these are so. There's the different types of shrooms. Different types these of psilocybin are, stuff. These are now not the name of this particular mushroom penis envy oh great i wanted golden teacher because i had read that was a mild but they Mm. had penis envy which i've also read about these are um a type of penis envy okay penis penis um so yeah we're and i'm sure i know we're gonna get a lot of messages about this from i know that our audience does mushrooms i know it okay okay and feel free to send me, you know, tips. Mm-hmm. Unsolicited advice? Uh, maybe. I've done enough research that I feel confident in what I know. And the people I've talked to about their experiences with microdosing, I feel confident. Right. Um, but it also made me feel bad. Why? Like a, no, like a bad boy. Oh, like you're, like you're a bad, like bad, bad girl. bad isn't good. Yeah, mm-hmm. like leather jacket. Like Reckless, maybe i get a motorcycle. Smoke half a cigarette. <laughs> not inhale. I yeah, won't not inhale in, it. Don't inhale at all. And then throw it the entire pack away. It is crazy, though, that the, the things that people do for these in different states. Mm-hmm. I knew someone in a different state who, how they had to get their mushrooms for their headaches. They're very, you know, val- not that even recreationally. I still think that's a valid reason. But right. my, my drug... Uh, philosophy is like make it all legal right it's, exactly and i knew someone in another state who had to like pay someone under the table that person Jump through hoops and ladders it. yeah that person cooks it into a chocolate bar they leave the chocolate bar on their front porch you it's like drive an fbi up. drop yeah you drive up at like an undisclosed time pick up the bag and run it's a fucking mushroom i know it is Fucking wild. That's I'm crazy. very thankful that it's just like, well, you can go into a even shop. here, we've got this whole song and dance where you have to walk in and look like you say, I would like to buy some digital art. Right. Are you selling any high quality digital art these can days? Can I buy an NFT with a, with a free micro dose? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. The I'm thing excited that for I'm you. most excited about I can't, I've had headaches for the past like five years and I cannot imagine like a week without a headache at this point. And that would blow my mind if I could get some help with that. 
Yeah, girl, might as well. I mean, it's it's seems like a like a safe option, and I hope that it can bring you some sort of relief. I've gone down the microdosing rabbit hole very slightly um, in the past, and was just curious about it mainly uh, because there's some you know there's some information about how microdosing could potentially help symptoms of depression and like help rewire your brain to make you feel less like a fucking piece of shit, and yeah. that's what I, I'd be interested in. And it's nothing that I've done, but it's something that I'm absolutely open to. And I feel like, I mean, especially if I have anecdotal evidence from a friend of mine on a podcast, I'd probably, you know, be more inclined to try it myself if it, you know, has some good effects for you. So you're going to have to keep us posted on your microdosing journey. Um, Do you have to keep those in the fridge? You mentioned putting them in the fridge. Have you put them in the fridge? Um, I don't know. The Internet said put them in the fridge or the freezer and they'll last longer. I mean, how long do they last like at room temp? Do they um, like... Well, I think the these are in capsules, so I think they're right. you know a little little better. I think the big thing is you don't want them to get moist because they can get right. moldy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, ask your doctor if microdosing is right for you. But also, yeah, ask your doctor because you know you should be talking well, about your drug use with your doctor because you know they have good insight on that as well. And see if it doctors. mixes with any of your meds and stuff. Well, yeah, I feel that like was Joe what it... I was most concerned about. Right. If I was every... like, I'm going to take this. I'm going to have a some kind of freak interaction, and I'm gonna I'm gonna die from like 0.1 gram, right, of a mushroom. Like, when you of a when... portobello mushroom, mm, delicious. Love a portobello. I mean, a beefsteak. Isn't that a tomato? Oh yeah, yes, me. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say honestly when you're... I hate fuck tomatoes. If I eat a tomato, I will die because they're disgusting. Uh, I'm like trying to get through my tomato phase. I was I was gonna make a I was I was gonna say when you're eating a bowl of cereal full of capsules in the morning, like Joe, you should really be concerned about all the drug interactions because you know it's it's like a well oiled machine in there, and you know one screw gets loose and the whole machine collapses. And by machine, I mean your entire psyche and body. Me getting, me ordering a hamburger, it has one portobello mushroom on it. I take a nibble, I'm tripping for two weeks. Right, just a regular... two weeks. Yeah, it's not even, doesn't even have any psychedelic properties. You're just, your body is so sensitive to mushrooms. I wake up in Tijuana, both kidneys gone. Replaced with Capri Sun. Replaced with with portobello mushrooms. (laughs) There's a portobello (laughs) mushroom in the bed next to me. I fucked it. The portobello mushroom now has both your kidneys, and both your kidneys are just mushrooms now. I give birth a week later to a portobello mushroom. <laughs> and you name it Jeremy. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I, no, so never mind. I was gonna say I drown him in the ocean, but that's... That's I mean, too far. Is that too far? That's well, too far. <laughs> well, I'm very excited for you. And this, you know, this interesting microdosing journey. I mean, it, it might be one of those things where, like, you have it and you're like, I, this is nice to have. And I know that I have it for if I want to try it. You may never end up, you know, trying it out. But honestly, I feel like the I feel like it would be a guy. I think it's I mean, I'm not a doctor. I think it would be a good idea for you to try it out and see what happens. In a safe, I, controlled I, environment. I plan on it. And and Justin's like, yeah, we'll take a Saturday for you. Like, you know, I'll be around the house. Justin's going to chain you to the bed so you don't if escape. You need anything. The, the reality is I will probably not, like, you don't, 
this is the dose of not tripping. This you is a mean? micro dose. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not supposed to trip. You're not. Yeah, just exactly. in case I have a bad reaction or something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, we're do. I'm doing it as safe as possible. We probably sound like such squares. I know the people who oh, listen for to this. Real. Have had, the people who listen to this have had two fists up to the elbows inside of their ass while snorting. Uh. A popper, LS, LSD poppers. I don't even mm-hmm. know if that's a thing. I don't think um, so. Cracking, a, uh, heating up a spoon with Smarties right. on it. <laughs> it was Skittles with mustard Skittles. <laughs> with Skittles, sniffing those down and then putting in uh, CBD eye drops. Right. All well in a monster truck getting railed. All uh, so, and then they've also poured some powdered marijuana into a hot tub and soaked in it for 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Pour some powdered marijuana in a hot tub. I got, I got really living the life with <laughs> they're really living. I it. poured, I poured some bong water in a hot tub and I oh my God. was spun for a week. Yeah, that sounds like you. <laughs> God. Speaking of, of being spun for a week, uh, I was thinking potentially when I when I turned 30 at the end of the year, I was like, well, how about I go do something nice for myself? What if I, you know, what if I wanted to go like go to a concert or something? And Kylie Minogue has a residency in Las Vegas that she announced, oh, she announced yeah. like 10 dates or whatever. And so I was kind of like telling like my parents and my sister and some of my friends, I was like, when tickets go on sale and potentially looking at this, like, I don't know how much tickets are going to be, but it's like, you know, her residency is in, it's like a few dates in November, December, and January. And my birthday's in December. So I was like, I mean, I could potentially do that, invite some people. That would be fun. Um, I Tickets went on sale as we're recording this an hour ago, and every single date is sold out immediately. So. Oh, shit. Maybe. I mean, I know that I know the gays love Kylie, but I didn't realize that tickets were going to go that fast. It was like people were like, I'm checking on Twitter and it was a clusterfuck, apparently. Surprise, surprise. Ticket cl- clusterfuck. And, you know, but uh, potentially maybe if she uh, has more dates that she puts on, I'm sure. I mean, I don't think I don't think she wouldn't, honestly. Anyways, how long I was is thinking, she there? Well, that's the thing. It's like she, I, I assumed that it was a residency where it was like a situation where she was doing like four four shows a week for like 12 weeks or something. But it was only like like six or seven dates that she had posted. Like it was like four days in November, three days in December, and two days in January. Like random dates. And so I was kind of oh, confused Jesus. when I was looking at it. But I feel like that they're going to have to, you know whip the donkey a little bit and make her perform a little bit more for people and sell more tickets. So maybe that'll happen. But I was kind of surprised that it sold out so quickly. But I guess people like Kylie, I guess the gays are on the pulse. They have their credit cards ready. And I didn't. So that's my fault. I'll do something. It'll be fun. Who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll trip on uh, maybe I'll trip on mushrooms alone in the woods. So what's the deal with Austin? What's the deal with? Te- well, in Texas, well, I'm I in assume Texas. they put you in. What are those things called where they put you in the things and throw tomatoes at you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or they, they, where they stone you to death. Yeah. If you if you if you smoke a marijuana cigarette, they they throw you in the electric chair and Greg Abbott himself pulls the trigger. That's exactly how it works down here in Texas. <laughs> is he the is he the governor? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's the governor. Mm. Our governor. Um. So, yeah, no, nothing fun here. I mean, you could find whatever you need in Austin, uh, you know, blue dot and a red 
red, 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 red state. But I, I don't think I can go into a shop and ask for for uh, anything fun and have them give it to me legally. But thankfully, I'm a square, so I don't do much of that. So it doesn't really matter for me. But so other than potentially tripping, buying some drugs, getting needles in your back, what else have you been up to these past couple of weeks? Oh, me. Oh, nothing. You know me. <laughs> I oh, don't. nothing. I don't know you well, at all. My, my entire family's moving up here. Right. That's still my, uh, in progress. Yeah. My parents are moving up here next month, middle of next month. They've found a place and their okay. place is going on the market um, in St. Louis. My sister and her wife um, are going to be in Baltimore very soon. Mm-hmm. And so the whole family, it's going to be a family affair. It's going to be families close by, which you had mixed feelings about a little bit. But I think last time I was talking to you about it, you were kind of warming up to the idea of like, maybe it would be nice oh, to yeah. have family closer. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Just and this is the that. first time you've, you're like as far possible away from your family. Well, yeah. It I was still th- feel like you have seen them a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I, I, well, I mean, I, th- this is the difference. Like, I don't have a dog that I have to take care of. Like, I don't have to oh, find people to like true. take care of my cat. Like, it is just me. And I don't have a lot of like, I don't, I'm not spending my money on a lot of other things. Like I live my life pretty frugally. So a lot of the money that I'm making, I'm like going on trips back home to the country and visiting my folks because like, I'm one of those people where like, I love my family and I love hanging out with them. And I like have a really close, I know it's gross. So yeah, like I, I, you know, go back home and visit my family and that's kind of how I spend my money. I'm not you Delta Diamond yet. What? You got 401k? Um, I do have a 401k. Oh, finally. she's rich. No, she's not rich. She's not contributing oh. much. But the 401k is there. I'm trying to see. I'm, try- I'm trying. Rich. I'm trying. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy for you and your your family moving up. I feel like that's going to be good, and I'm I'm glad you're going to be closer in proximity to them. I just hope that, like, obviously, I, you've worked this out of like being able to like have boundaries with your family. Yeah, we're trying to establish those ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, along Preemptively. with my work schedule, right? Yeah, it's it's You're one of those babe. situations where, like, when you work at home, people people genuinely assume you like aren't doing anything. You can right. take whatever time off you can. And they can interrupt the you whenever. It's like, no, and I I'm have like, shit I need to do. I have office hours. Like these are these are hours that I am in my chair working. I have to be doing stuff. I have to be answering emails. Like, yeah, I can take the dog out for 15 minutes, but that's, you know, different. Right. I can't, like, drop everything and hang out with you for an hour and a half. Oh. Well. I must start. That's when I'll start taking the mushrooms. Right. Exactly. You'll just be you'll just be zoning the fuck out. I'm looking at the package right now. (laughs) (laughs) It Mm, feels like. Penis um, envy. It feels like, um, do you, do they give astronaut cyanide capsules? Do, is that a real thing? Because in the I hit movie know. Contact, Jodie Foster, I think, has a cyanide capsule. Good for her. Well, in case you go see the aliens and they're mad. Women empowerment. Give give them control of their bodies with a cyanide capsule. I feel like they sh- they give astronauts. 
I don't know. Don't some secret agents have a, like a cyanide tooth? And if you yeah. bite into your cyanide, t- is that real? Yes. Yeah. Or like they have like a pen and like the top of the ballpoint pen is like a capsule that they can bite into. That's what I feel like with these mushrooms. Well, hopefully the they don't fucking kill you. <laughs> hopefully they're not filled with cyanide and they're I actually filled like. with a very small amount of psilocybin. That's what a. This is why we need reg- drug regulation. Because right. We need legal it's still factories a gray area. where these things can be farmed and legally measured out to like right. high quality standards, so that people you know what you're getting. Putting, people aren't snorting powdered sugar, so right? People or, aren't or worse. snorting like or you know rubbing rubbing uh uh licorice on their asshole. I think that's that that's, think, how, I think you in, that's, that's how, how you inject. That's how you die. <laughs> that's rubbing licorice cyanide. between their nuts flossing <laughs> their asshole with licorice so they now, aren't sticking it, peeps in their ears right are you i mean it, it depends if you're flossing your ass with black licorice or like those red vines i love the green twizzlers and you can never find them you know i don't think people are talking enough about that i agree that's why i'm bringing it up now that's a very uh very delta sort of sort of topic we should i need delta to talk about ni- delta eight Yes, Delta 8, Delta 9, mm. Delta Skyline, um, uh, Delta Diamond. Um, do you want le- Do you want one story? Um, no, actually, we're 42 minutes in, and so I want to know about your cheese. You can save it for All the right, after well, show. I'll save it. I'll save it for the after show. That it's cheese of the week. Um, we got a new chair. Oh, I think you mentioned something about this. I don't know. Do we we got it like a couple weeks ago. It was a fiasco because the box would not fit in the elevator. So they delivered oh, it no. and we were like, oh, we can get this up to our, It's just a chair. It's literally just an upholstered chair. Was it made out of lead? Um, no, it wasn't heavy. It was just very awkwardly shaped. So we got it Cumbersome. from Article. I've never ordered anything from Article before. Just I didn't even know what they were. Justin found the chair, which was like cheap in chair standards because the okay. chairs we were looking at $800 for a fucking chair. That's a lot for a chair. Furniture stores. Yeah. So we went to Article. I don't remember how much it was, but it was not $800. Got this lovely chair. Got it delivered. Um, Got the box in the lobby. The box would not fit in the elevator. So we had to like, the only assembly it needed was like the front and the back are one big part and you screw the, the legs need to be screwed on. So we had to like take it out of the box, get on the elevator, get it set up. And it looks lovely. Nice. I'll show you a picture. Yeah, show me a picture. It we looks like um, post a picture on the Patreon. Do you remember the big comfy couch? Um, like your big comfy couch, or like no, the PBS show. Oh, I think that was Get before ready my time. To clown around. Big. It would have been couch. after your time, I think. Really, 1992, baby. Apparently, according to Google, that I was born would in 93. be exactly your time then, though. I guess. I mean, let's see. It was a kid's show. Oh, I know of this. I never watched this, but I've seen like I've seen clips of this on YouTube or something. The girl Sad. with the red nose is very is very uh, familiar. That's called a clown. Oh, is that what she is? Okay. Well, that, I didn't want to. I, I didn't. I didn't they I live didn't in Clown offend. Town. Mm. So that's where I live. Yep. This is the uh, chair. I just sent you a link. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, that's nice. Big and mint colored. It looks And we have comfy. it in the corner of the bedroom. I've been sitting on it. And you know my favorite hobby is looking out the window. So I sit on it and I look out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, that's about it. We didn't have a chair. It does look cumbersome, though. It it's a big piece of. I wanted a big chair. I want something with a high back. It mm-hmm. needs to be something taller could, than my head. You could crawl into. So many chairs these days have low backs. How are you supposed to sit in that? What's the deal with low back chairs? It is so annoying. So I'm you so sink right into you. it. You read a book. Mm-hmm. You look at. You look you out the window. the window. You relax. And um, you relax. You have a. You have your time with yourself. Is that what being an adult is about? It's like spending four hundred dollars on a chair. Um. Yeah, but like it's a chair you like. Well, and it's also like we're gonna have this chair till I die. Mm, you're gonna die in and that chair. I will probably die in that chair. <laughs> and then also, what else is there to get excited about? Nothing else fun happens in life. Right. Exactly. You know, might as well get happy about a chair. Well, I mean, speaking of of furniture, I have been looking, I just started my journey into looking into sleeper sofas, a.k.a., as we call it, a hide-a-bed. I didn't know that gonna, hide-a-beds were called guess? sleeper sofas. Well, that's the thing. My parents and my sister and my brother-in-law, they were like, we want to come down and visit when it's not, you know, 108 degrees. And I was like, yeah. I don't have anywhere to put you because I live in a a small one bedroom apartment that I love. It fits me perfectly. But I inherited like a a very old, shitty, worn out love seat from my parents. That's it's like a two seater love seat. Um, And she needs to go. I need something that's more me. I need something that has more support. And so I'm thinking, you know, I want to get a new couch anyway. Why don't I get a couch and a mattress all in one. Um, turns out that's really expensive and they're very heavy and very cumbersome. And so I'm trying to figure sleeper out sofas? like... Sleeper sofas? Yeah, sleeper sofas. Like, they I've can never go up had into, like, one. Well, me either. Like the only sleeper sofas that I've ever had any, you know, anything with are like my parents or grandparents or at a fucking hotel or something. Uh, apparently Ikea has good sleeper sofas. Apparently I was looking at like reviews online and they're not nearly as expensive. So I may go with Ikea. I don't know. I'm still in, I'm in the beginning of my journey when it comes to these hide a bed sleeper sofas or whatever. Uh, but I think that may be the solution to my problem. But like some of these go up to like two or three grand. And I'm like, I don't want to spend two grand on a couch that I'm only going to sometimes sit on. And that folds out into a bed that like people are going to lay in like two or three times a year. Like, girl, furniture is expensive. Yeah, furniture is expensive, especially if you want to, like, invest in something that isn't going to, like, immediately disintegrate. Like, I know I was talking about Ikea, but like, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens from that. But like, yeah, I guess that's what being an adult is about. And having a place to yourself is like, oh, I guess I may replace this shitty furniture with something that I inherited with something that I may actually like and or may be useful for people if I have guests. It's all so complicated. I want to go live under a bridge. You can. Y- y- that's I right. This is America, and I can do whatever I want. I can go plenty live under of people, that bridge. Plenty of people in this country live under bridges. That's very true. And one of our main bridges in Austin, full of bats. So I would make some new friends and potentially get rabies, which... Do I you know what? I am might so want. sick. I see this question asked on the internet. This the question that's if you could get run rid of one species, what would it be? And people are like, "Mm, not mosquitoes, because even though they're annoying, bats need to eat them. And I'm like, who fucking cares about bats? But also, like, bats eat other things other than mosquitoes. We can get rid of mosquitoes just fine. 
fucking fuck mosquitoes. Fuck mosquitoes. That pisses me off so much. Not that, you know, like that's ever going to happen. Mosquitoes are here, you know, to stay. But But, I'm like, like, oh my God. Like people, you know, I mean, DEET was a thing for a reason. Like there's, you know, probably millions of dollars into scientific research in order to genetically modify mosquitoes so that they're like enabled to breed. Like, that's a thing. Like, we are oh. trying to get rid of mosquitoes. We have been for, you know, many, many, many years. So Did you I feel hear? like if we got rid of them, that'd be fucking great. Did I hear? I didn't the, hear. The big, they they were making some big mosquitoes to release, and the big mosquitoes eat the little mosquitoes, but they don't bite you. Oh, I don't like that. I don't I don't think we need to enlarge the mos- mosquitoes. I think that's, <laughs> that's Jurassic Park. <laughs> Part five. The big ones eat the little yeah. ones, but they don't eat you. God, did you ever see that movie? What is it? The Fly? Uh, no. Oh my God. The I, Fly? I, 1986, movie. starring. No, I wasn't born yet. I'm young. <laughs> I, I, it's illegal no. for me. It's illegal for me to watch movies before I was born. <laughs> um, starring Jeff Goldblum. Speaking of oh, Jurassic Park. God. And basically, like, I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what this is. He, uh, Jeff Goldblum plays a scientist. It's uh, 1986, so it's, like, kind of 80 sci-fi. And he is, uh, like, making a transportation device that, like, you oh. know, make, making a teleporter, basically. And so he, he's testing it out, and he gets in one end, and then a fly gets in there with him. And so his DNA gets mixed with a fly when he transports. And he slowly, like, turns into this, like, fly monster because his DNA is, like, mixed with it. It is disgusting. But I watched it I'm with my dad pictures. once when I was little, so, and it terrified me. They parodied that in The Simpsons once. So now oh, I know okay. where that came from. Now you know the source. Now I know the source. I think it was their Halloween episode or something. Oh, One God, of many. this is fucking awful. Yeah, I saw this when I was, like, eight. Why? Because my dad hates me. Uh, Yeah, because my dad's (laughs) homophobic. I don't know. And so, yeah, so I'm watching that sort of shit with my dad when I'm eight. And then when I'm 29, I go home and we're watching like Pride and Prejudice for the ninth time. It's like, why couldn't this have been an opposite sort of situation? This seems more appropriate for me when I was eight. Anyways. Would you have sex with like this thing? Um, Like any kind. Okay. You have a Would I have sex with Jeff Goldblum? No. You have okay. a one in a lifetime opportunity, once in a lifetime opportunity to um have sexual relations with like creature of the black lagoon, swamp monster, a okay. yeti. Do you do you do it? The I think pr- it d- alien xenomorph. I mean, am I Smash or pass? Smash or pass. Okay, is there is there a am, am a I going to survive size, in the end? They have a regular size wiener. Is there any chance that I'll die? There's not a chance you'll die. You might get scared, but you're not going to die. But I mean, you're not sometimes even you really get, get scared. Injured. You sometimes you get scared, or you can get horny at the same time. Sometimes it's the same thing. Sometimes, yes, our bodies can be confusing. I think it depends. If it was the Yeti, I'm into hairy men, so maybe. I feel like that's the best shot for me. What would you have sex with? A xenomorph? An alien? No, I would have sex with, um, okay, Pan's Labyrinth. You know the thing that has the eyes on the palms oh, of his hands? Oh, love her. Love and her. I would, and I would sing, see me with them hands. See, see me with them hands. See, I don't think they would have sex with you because of that. <laughs> That's the music that would come on. 
and the, when to, uh yeah when when pan when when pan is is voguing in the labyrinth i love that scene no pan is hot too though he's the the goat oh yeah yeah very goat, mr tumnus humanoid humanoid would you fuck mr tumnus they're redoing the chronicles of narnia movies yeah, they fucking should, because those actors could not act. Okay, Tilda Swinton as the White Witch, girl. Okay, I'm talking about the children. And okay. this comes from my 18th birthday. I got my first tattoo, and I saw Chronicles of Narnia in the movie theaters. That was what I did on my 18th birthday. And Work. I loved it. I had, like, the special edition DVD. Um, but fucking but, kids? Well, they were fine. They were fine for what it was. You know, it was a, they're kids. Um, well, I don't know. I think a couple of them were older than me at the time. They still are. I bet they're going to, um, they're, they're going to cast Billie Eilish for the White Witch or some weird shit. Yeah, you can't beat Tilda Swinton as the White Witch. She was right. it. She is the White Witch. The thing that makes those, it's hard to make the movies because the characters like rotate. Right. Like in all of the books, like Susan's not even in the last one because Fuck God her. said she's a slut. Like <laughs> literally, it's a Work, children's Susan. book. She's not allowed to go to heaven because she wanted to go to a party and wear some lipstick. And God wow. was like, "Call not it. my God daughter." Slut shamed her. My daughter's not going to be a whore. It's so fucked up. Oh my god. Well, yeah, but, the Christian um, undertones in Chronicles of Narnia are obvious. Well, Christian overtones. Over, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, should we talk? About, should we talk about our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. If you, you mentioned a, a Tamagotchi one? today, no, but I I have been playing with mine during this, but oh, well, it's yeah. not. It's like your fidget toy. Yeah, I forgot to turn the audio off on it's it, fine. but. I don't think you can hear it. It gives a more you immersive can. experience for the listener. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, no, mine is a British show I've been watching. And uh, it's probably one. Of, so I, I really enjoy like the British panel shows. Like you remember my eight out of 10 cats does countdown. Yes. Love phase. countdown. Love British comedians. I just think they're fun. They're I had fun. a QI phase. I think you had a QI phase. Oh, love QI. Only seen the Sandy ones, though, but love QI. I love Sandy, um, but, you know, she's divisive amongst QI viewers, apparently. Yeah, but they're probably sexist. So mm-hmm. um, I finally started watching Taskmaster. Uh, I like think I've seasons. seen clips. You probably have because, like, it's very clippable. Oh, yeah. There's definitely lots of clips of individual tasks on the internet. And there is a Taskmaster YouTube channel that has all the episodes for free. It's like their official channel, and they just release all the episodes. So there's 16 16 seasons. Um, So me and Justin initially, like, we just picked a random season. We picked series 12 to watch uh, Mm -hmm. recently because I know Alan Davies. And uh, Morgana Robinson, I had known her, uh, and Victoria and Corinne Mitchell. I knew those three. And then Desiree uh, and Guz were fun. And that season was was good. I think that was a, like, COVID season. So it mm-hmm. was different. Yeah. But then, just like, Justin watches things too slowly. So I went back to season one. I've watched season one, two, three. I skipped four because series four has Joe Lysett, who I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mel from Breakoff, 
And that's supposed to be one of the best seasons. And I will watch that one with Justin. We're going to watch that Okay. That's nice Um, of you. I've watched five, six, seven. I skipped eight because I started it and I didn't really like the cast. Oh, interesting. Um, And now I'm watching nine right now. Girl, you are are just plowing through. Well, the first few series, uh, I think the first three only have five episodes. Mm-hmm. And then they then there's a series that has eight, and then they settle on ten episodes. Gotcha. Okay, so they were trying. Season. They were still finding their footing. Yes. Um, the best season so far, I've loved series seven. It has James A. Caster, Carrie Godleman, um, and I just think they're hilarious. And then season five was really good too, with Bob Mortimer, Ashling B. So I love start Ashling with B. those. Yeah. She's a hoot. She is a hoot. Um, but if people don't know what Taskmaster is, which they probably do, I'm the last person to ever see it. It's <laughs> um, Greg Davy. Is it Davies? I don't Ooh, know. You would know better up. than I do. I get I get confused between Davids and Davies because mm. all British people have that last name. Yeah, it's weird. They all have the same last name. It's crazy. Greg Davies. So it's Greg Davies and Alex Horn. Alex Horn like created the show, and he plays like the sidekick. Greg Davies is a taskmaster who like gives these tasks out that are like um uh hide this one will be like hide this watermelon on your body and the one and then Alex will like guess where the watermelon is and whatever and whoever right. guesses it he guesses it fastest for them they lose You have to watch um, it it's funny It's hilarious it's all comedians who are participating in these tasks and they have like really funny ways of doing it uh and yeah, there's I think there's like four or five tasks in each episode, plus a live task. And it's just a hoot. It's fun. It's good fun. Wholesome. Watch it. Love. It's fun. I love fun. And I enjoy having fun. <laughs> and I think it would be nice if everyone could have fun. So, sometimes you just need a little fun. Sometimes you just need to have fun. Jolly um, fun. I think, like, British panel shows, variety shows, I I definitely have phases in my life where I get into them, like, probably once or once a year, probably. Like, I get kind of sucked back into them, and I'm watching a bunch of episodes or clips of, of it on YouTube. And it's, like, it's definitely a happy place for me. I feel like it's a happy place for a lot of people. It's easy, easy to watch. It's funny. It's lighthearted. Um, and so I think, I think that's why it's popular with a lot of people. Yeah. And it's just, there's a smaller pool of like comedians in the UK and I really appreciate it Mm. because I feel like the comedians there are, um, I don't know. There's not this like fake, there's this, a lot of comedians have this fake edginess, which is actually just like transphobia and homophobia (laughs) and like misogyny. It's deep rooted in something else. They're like, I just want you to, I'm, that's, I'm just supposed to push the boundaries. And it's like, right. Why yeah, can't I'm women sh- be women anymore? Yeah. Oh, and it's oh, like, oh. that's not really pushing the boundaries. That's just like what society has said for hundreds of years. And society's right. been awful for hundreds of years. So, you know, there are still awful British comedians. And I'll, but like I'll those, those that. panel shows are less deep cut, more surface level, easy they're to light, watch. They're light. They're fluffy. They're fun. They're, yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a milder sense of humor that's not trying to be like super edgy. edgy. Yeah. Yeah. 
edgy, just disguised as a phobia. Yeah, absolutely. And it's lovely. You see the same people. They say the same things. They make you happy. Familiarity. Familiarity. And their accents. Well, I mean, we all know you have the accent. I think Taskmaster should be something on the list of my uh, panel shows and variety shows that I need to watch. Because I haven't watched any Taskmaster, but I've, I've known about it. It's lovely. Well, God, I'm glad that you're enjoying something in life. <laughs> Anything, <laughs> truly. Uh, br- watching other countries' panel shows is so weird because we just don't really have them in the U.S. anymore. No, we like, don't. Back in, the, back in the 40s and 50s, 60s, you know, they had all of those. They legitimately had panel shows like Betty White would go on panel shows. You know, like it was right. showcasing Pyramid or whatever. of that time. Yeah. What's my line? Uh, the uh, whose line is it anyway? Oh, whose line is it anyway? Oh my god! Yeah, that was loved. A whose line? Oh my fucking god! Who just came out as pansexual? Uh, Wayne Brady. <gasps> oh, Wayne. Oh, did he? Brady. Yes, he came out as pansexual this last week. So and he like, hosts that new one. It's a game show, though. It's not really yes. a panel show. Wayne Brady's so talented, and he's so fine. Fuck. Anyways, yeah. I can't get I can't get into that right now. I'll I'll, I'll gush all over. Um, so happy for you. So happy for your British panel shows. Thanks. Um, What's my, your favorite thing? My favorite thing this week is something that I think I talked about slightly a couple weeks ago. It was something that I was doing while I was up in Montana, and it was digitizing my dad's old mini DV cassettes. Uh, of our all of our home movies from my childhood. There were there was like thirty old cassettes in a shoebox under a bed and uh, cassettes and uh, VHS and old media like that, the tape degrades after a certain amount of time and then your data is is unrecoverable. And so I, it, it's been one of my many projects of one of the times that I'm back up visiting my folks, I wanted to get all of the cables and tools and software that I needed in order to go through all of these tapes and digitize them properly. And I, I did that successfully the last time I was up there. It took me a few days. Um, I had to buy some special cables, some like firewire cable converters. It was kind of a pain in the ass. But a big reason why that I was able to do this is because I followed a guide from a guy online named Leo Bernard. I think he's from the Netherlands and he has a great article on his blog called Capturing and Archiving Mini DV Tapes on Mac OS. He wrote this in 2021. This is recommended all over the internet because it's such a good guide. It's very step-by-step. And I had really, really good luck with this guide. It really kind of holds your hand. You have to be a little bit, you know, technologically literate in like the terminal in Mac OS, but it's, it's fine. It talks about connections and different sort of things. And I successfully digitized about 30 tapes um, of my dad's, which is all of the tapes that we had. And my dad was... How long was did it at- take? I think so. The the thing about this and the thing about like digitizing media on tape in general is that there is no fast way to do it. You have to play through all of yeah. the tapes front to back. Like you can't like fast forward through and then have it like slow it down in the end. And so I think most of these tapes had about like 45 minutes max of uh of data that could be stored onto it. And so, you know, 45 times 30 is how many minutes that's oh, uh, I don't know. 1350 divided by 60 would be about 22 oh and a half God. hours 
worth of footage um, that I digitized. And so a lot of these were like I got in a process where I was like taking a tape out, putting a tape in, pressing, rewinding, pressing start. And so a lot of it is hands off. Like once it's going, I have 45 minutes to do something else. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's a little involved when you have to make sure all the tapes are re- rewound and et cetera. But it was something that I wanted to do because no one else in my family would fucking do it because they don't know what the hell is going on. And then surprisingly or not surprisingly, like my dad was very, very appreciative at the end. He's like, this is something that needed to get done. And I'm so glad you did it. And now like we have them digitized forever and so if like the house goes in a blaze and those tapes are gone forever like i we have the digital versions and they're like mirrored to my server here in austin and they're also mirrored in other places too so like that data is very unlikely to be lost in the future so if you are into like data preservation or you have old mini dv tapes or other things like that laying around and you've been meaning to digitize those memories I will link this article um, in our show notes on Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. The software that um, that he uses is all open source, and so you don't need to pay any money for it. The only thing that you may need to pay for are some specific um, some specific cables that you might need in order to get like from the mini DV cable to like something more modern, since we're like using USB-C these days. So that may be something that you might need to invest in. But in terms of the software, it's all open source and free. So that's really great. So I will link this in the uh, show notes in the description on Patreon. And I hope it is as useful to someone out there as it was for me, because like this was exactly what I was looking for. And I had really good success with it. Wow. Wow. You saved you saved uh, your family. I, I mean, I didn't. But it like it beats them like, you know, th- bringing a bunch of these tapes in a mail order service and paying like $400 to have it digitized when I just did it for free. It's weird because like, who's gonna, okay, not to be depressing. We, we're kind of the first generation that kind of has like very accessible childhood home movies. Yes, very, yes, absolutely. And do we really need to keep them all, you know? Right, right, exactly. Well, that's, that's the thing. Who's gonna see these? Well, yeah, and that's that's the joke that I was making with my parents. I was like, I hope this is useful for someone in the future. Hope someone is appreciative of this in the future. But like, girl, the amount of I was I haven't I haven't sifted through all the footage yet. A lot of it is like garbage, probably. But there are some there are some very embarrassing videos of me and my sister. Lots of me triggered. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to have to prepare myself. Maybe I should take a couple shots before I go through any of this. But I know that I have multiple tapes and there's multiple sessions of me dancing alone in front of the um, video camera t- to Spice Girls and probably Sad. Britney Spears. So, it, you know, and the fact that my parents didn't know I was gay, I was like, girl, are you blind? They knew. Yeah, they had to know. They so knew. maybe in the future, I, I will uh, post some embarrassing videos of me dancing in front of the video camera i know uh, you didn't post videos you posted old pictures of you and your like hairdo i remember seeing those when you were a kid um yeah i have some music videos from let's see when i was 14 and 15 16. okay so you yeah. knew better oh my god well did i tell you about the <laughs> michelle branch one no i don't think so but michelle branch is yeah that tracks 
15-year-old me lip syncing to Everywhere by Michelle Branch, which is my favorite song. Right. And so now you should you should do a comparison video of you at 35 lip syncing to Everywhere by Michelle Branch because we know you still do. Let's see. 2002. Oh, my God. That was like 20, 20 years ago. I don't want to think about that. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Old, old and sad. Old us. Old Summer and 2002. Sad. Music videos with friends. Yeah, I just recently uh, dumped a bunch of digital stuff. Were these on like SD cards? Like, how are you? Um, so I had transferred. So th- I had a webcam on my computer is how I made okay. some of these. Okay. And uh, so I have Everywhere by Michelle Branch. I did one to soak up the sun. Classic. I, uh, who is that Cheryl Crow? I think that's Cheryl Crow. Yeah. I did one to a thousand miles. Classic. And then, okay, do you remember, was it India, India Ari? Mm, I don't think so. India Ari had a song called Video? Is that real? Video. Yeah, Video. Yeah. 2001. Yeah, I have one to that. Love I don't that. remember that song too much, but uh, but it's there. For some reason, it's there. Uh, well, it's about loving yourself. Oh. It's about loving yourself. That's gay. Gay. Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Glad you have stored your life digitally now. For no um, one to watch in the future. I'm also glad you're not sunburned. Thank you. And I'm glad that you are potentially going to be going down a, a microdosing rabbit hole to potentially help with your headaches. Thank you. I'll let you know how it goes. I won't be doing them this week. I'll keep you updated. I can't wait for the uh, for the donation goal on Twitch to have you microdose on stream. I don't Looking know if I legally can. That yeah, might be against terms of service. That may actually be against TOS. Uh, any final thoughts? Um, we got to go because we have an after show. We do have an after show. I'll be talking about Worms and <gasps> Shrek. Hmm, you'll have to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe if you want some of that. That's the truth. And thank y'all so much for listening. Well, we do appreciate it. We will be back next week with a regular episode. This week, we will have a bonus episode for those Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexandre T. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devin D. Edward P. Emily H. Gustavo Y. Helena B. Javier. J. L. Jess L. Joseph S. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Rose G. Ryan. Scott A. Chantal H. Jariah S. Zoyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. 
As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.